You're listening to Collective Practice, a podcast for mental health entrepreneurs who dare to dream, create, and grow your business. I'm Lauren Spaulding, marriage and family therapist and business consultant. I'm on a mission to create abundant success for those in the helping profession who strive to tear down barriers around mental wellness and create healing opportunities for all. Thank you so much for joining me in today's episode. Let's jump right in. Hi friends, welcome back to Collective Practice. I'm Lauren Spaulding, and if you're new here, this is a podcast for mental health entrepreneurs where we talk about business, clinical skills, and mental health. And welcome to today's episode where we are going to be talking about how you can plan ahead for downtime in your business. Now, the first thing to note is that downtime is going to happen no matter what. And why I'm calling it downtime is I'm not only referring to personal time off, but in our business, we also have times of the year where our schedule feels lighter because clients are out for one reason or the other. And as we continue to work in our field, we might notice trends of when downtime happens Typically, or I should say more frequently, that seems to happen in the summer and towards the end of the year because school is out, families are planning vacations, or families might be might have reasons to be more mindful of their budget. They also might be experiencing downtime themselves from what they're seeing you for in therapy. Like if their goal is to help their kid with school, but their kid's out of school, they might pause therapy for a while. Whatever the reason it is, we do notice different trends throughout the year on our calendar and we need to be prepared for them. But we also need to be prepared for time that we take off for trainings and continuing ed We also need to be prepared for times where our calendars light just for a week because maybe the flu is going around or something like that. And we need to be prepared for when we are out sick and if we're a caretaker, when our dependent is out sick or needing us. And of course, we also need downtime for ourselves where we take some personal time off, whether that's a personal day or planning vacations or even planning a staycation. So let's dive into how you can start to create these financial habits so that you don't have to take a smaller paycheck or stress when your schedule is lighter or when you need to be out of the office. So the first thing that I recommend doing is auditing your personal budget. If you have not planned for time out quite yet or from time off of work quite yet, you likely have noticed what you scrimp on or what you cut during downtimes in your practice. So maybe you cancel subscriptions if your calendar gets lighter for a few months, or maybe you save on groceries or clip coupons. Maybe you adjust vacations like, oh, I was planning on taking this bigger vacation, but now I'm going to take a smaller one. Regardless of if you're making, if you are intentionally putting money aside for downtime or for personal time off, you have found a way to make it work when your paychecks are smaller. So what I want you to do is reflect on what you do differently with your personal budget so that you have made that work in the past. 
And now think about how you could do that more proactively moving forward. For example, if you notice that you tend to be more mindful of grocery shopping, whether that's buying a different label or cutting coupons or using a different grocery store, whatever that is, could you start doing that more regularly over an extended period of time rather than waiting until it's necessary? And that way you're not having to engage in that habit as much. You have more flexibility and you are proactively taking the money that would be going towards that and putting it in the PTO bank. So auditing your personal budget is really going to give you a sense of how you can be proactive regardless of how many clients you have right now, regardless of where you're at in your career, whether your calendar is completely full or you're navigating building your practice. Either way, you do get into problem solver mode when you notice a there's a week of no clients or there's a week of less clients. And so all you're doing is shifting your mindset from being reactive to being proactive. So now that you've explored where you could cut expenses to make this possible, I want you to shift your focus to your business revenue. Whether you have a business checking account or you let your revenue go into your personal checking, however you pay yourself, just take a moment to reflect on how much money you make per month. So you want to average how much have you made in the last six months or year, depending on how long you've been in business. And then you also want to average about how many days in the last year did you have to take off? And that might be adding up hours of shorter weeks or adding up weeks where you were out, whatever feels right to you. And you want to see what that number is. And what we're going to do with that information is we're going to set up a minimum goal for your PTO and an ideal goal for your PTO because new habits are hard to form. And the easier that you make it for yourself, the more likely you are to keep this habit long term. So we're going to start with that minimum goal. How many days of the year do you want to put money aside for the uncontrollable variables? That's going to be when clients are out and when you were out because you were sick or a dependent was sick. And when you take that number, you're going to see how much would you have to pay yourself during those days off or those hours off that's going to average you out to the revenue that you want all year round more consistently. So let's use numbers as an example. Let's say you make $3,000 a month on average and your minimum goal for PTO is 14 days out of the year. And that's where you feel comfortable that on downtimes on your calendar, you're going to be able to consistently pay yourself throughout the year. So for 14 days out of the year and averaging $3,000 a month, that's going to be about $1,500 that you want to save per year to cover those slower days or the times that you're out for the day or the week. Now, let's say you pay yourself twice a month that's gonna be about $63 a paycheck that you don't pay yourself and instead put aside towards PTO. Very doable, right? That feels a lot more doable than thinking about it in terms of thousands of dollars. And it's gonna feel a lot better to use that money to bump up a paycheck or cover a week that you were out rather than being reactive and having to scrimp and save and be super, super mindful of your money. 
Next, you're going to make your ideal goal. So this is going to include times where you're out sick, times where your clients are out, times where you're out for trainings that would overlap with days you would see clients, and taking your own personal time off for vacations or having a breather or whatever it is that you need. So when we think of this, this is what we're going to be working towards. And let's say your ideal right now is to be able to take 30 days off throughout the year. So with that average of $3,000 in revenue per month, that means you want to save about $6,000 per year to cover that time off. And that means you want to put aside about $250 per paycheck if you pay yourself twice a month to go towards PTO. Now, yes, that's a bigger number, but that's something that you're going to be working towards. And you get to decide how you work towards that, whether it's cutting overhead or taking on more one-on-one clients or adding another stream of revenue, whatever you need to get you to that ideal PTO that's going to feel like you have really good work-life balance. And that takes me to my next two points, which is that you want to audit your business budget and you want to not increase your overhead until you reach that ideal PTO goal. So if you feel like your starter goal to your ideal goal feels really big or feels unachievable or overwhelming, you might want to look at your business expenses and see if there's anything worth cutting out. You might have unnecessary overhead that's not actually contributing to your revenue or not actually necessary right now in order to take some time to value yourself and your work and make sure you're paying yourself more consistently even when you're taking time away. And then when you do that, you want to make sure that you don't increase your overhead unless it's absolutely necessary until you hit your ideal goal. And that's going to really help you to really prioritize being a business owner and paying yourself fairly as your own employee and paying yourself your worth more consistently rather than being a reactive paycheck to paycheck type of business owner. And a final bonus tip, make sure that you are reassessing this every year. As your income increases, you want to increase your PTO so that the higher paychecks can be covered when you take time off or when your clients are out. So don't hesitate. Start forming this money habit now. It is going to make a world of difference in burnout, in how you look at your revenue, and in financially managing your money well as a business owner. And as always, if you have any questions, feel free to send me an email at lauren at laurenspalding.co, or if you're watching this on YouTube, feel free to comment your questions, or I guess Apple Podcasts as well, you can comment, and I will hopefully be able to get to those. I'm not as great as checking the comments, so if you want a guaranteed response, send me an email, and I'm happy to connect. And don't forget to follow me on my social medias. All of my handles are listed, and I look forward to connecting with you. I will see you in the next episode and hope you have a great rest of your day. Bye. As we wind down from this episode, take a moment to reflect on your key takeaways. How can you care for your business and yourself this week? Don't forget, you are awesome and worthy of a hugely successful career. I hope to help you and support you along the way. I'll see you in the Collective Practice Facebook group and in the masterclass. 
Visit lawrencebalding.co for more details. Talk to you soon, friend.